on today's episode, we're uh, going to get our hands dirty in some war. And children. We're drinking War Child from Georgetown. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> that got, that went south real quick. That's a, that's a quick way to get this video taken down. <laughs> yeah. We are going to be drinking the War Child beer, which yeah. is an IPA. Yes. From Georgetown Brewing. Yes. And um, I think we've both had a handful of these. Yeah. And they are Many fantastic. of you are probably like, man, this was released a while ago. What's taking you so long? <laughs> we had a, a, some fresh hops to drink. A plethora. And this is our first say. time on the podcast not having a... Uh, fresh hop in months since uh September. So that's um, crazy. I'm excited. Yeah, we almost kicked it off with a hazy that I got right around the start of fresh hop season, but I thought no. Uh, the last couple have you know we've had some good ones. We've had some not so amazing ones, but I was like you know War Child Georgetown. Get back to our roots. Yeah. Let's drink some good beer. Kick it off strong. Yeah. I'm with you. Good, good choice. Uh, I was thinking Milo, but in fact, this is even older than Milo, too. Yes. So that's kind of crazy to think about because I feel like Milo's been around for a while. And so, yeah, I bought Baxter. Like, I felt like you had talked about, like, I was going over my head. I'm like, he was talking about another one, but I was like, he was just talking about Milo. No. No, no, you were definitely mo- talking like, about Baxter. Because I think I made the anchor man. <laughs> I think so, yeah. You pooped in the refrigerator? <laughs> now that you... <laughs> ate the whole wheel of cheese? <laughs> Not even mad. I'm impressed. impressed. <laughs> that does ring bells. Baxter. Now. You know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, so instead, I could just drink that beer. Yeah. So that'll be nice. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think I've had one of those yet. I have not. I've had a couple of the Milo's. Milo's yeah. good. Yeah, I like Milo. Yeah. That whole series, Ollie, Milo, and I'm assuming Baxter's also going to be good. I'm assuming so, too. It's also named a cold IPA. Yeah, but Milo was good and like normal, but I'm also interested as yeah. to why. But I don't think, My- was Milo a cold IPA? I thought just Baxter was a cold IPA. Uh, have we had something else? What else? Uh, we had something else recently that was Seven Seas. They released a new IPA, which is a cold IPA. How it is? And I don't know what that means. Yeah, I uh... like now that I've seen it twice. I'm like that. That's probably a thing. Like, do we the look brewing temperatures might be lower? Um, Oof. I, you know, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Maybe the fermenting temperature is lower. In my experience, all IPAs are cold. Preferably. Yeah. So. I mean, this says, please refrigerate warm beer sucks on the can. Yeah, they make it pretty clear. Yeah. Which um, I don't, I don't real 100% agree with. I mean, some, some beer is fine at room temperature. Yeah. Um, yep. And maybe they don't, don't mean like heat up beer. But I mean, <laughs> that's, and that I would probably say is good advice. Yeah. And I unless, bet there's, you know, during the making of it, you got to heat it up quite a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe it's like a, it's like E9 sauce. It's a no cook beer. Oh, that is 
Very interesting, and I don't think that would uh as well. Yeah, I don't know. I guess technically it would. Like, by just putting grains in room temperature water, you would get some sugars? Maybe? I actually have no idea. But... This is a hazy boy, by the way. Yeah? Clocking in at 7.8%. Georgetown, because they're real beer connoisseurs, doesn't give a fuck about the IBUs. Yeah, because they know it doesn't matter. Um, But I will say it is pretty bitter for being hazy. They say, Warchild doesn't back off the dankness at all. Seriously, packed full of pungent tropical and herbal aromas and flavors, this IPA will slam your senses like a cider. No, like the impact zone <laughs> surfing phrase, by the way, if you didn't know what the impact zone was. It's a surfing phrase. Part of the Point Break series of IPAs. I'm assuming that's where the waves crash. Well, and I'm also assuming that's where Warchild comes in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of their shtick. Yeah. Yeah. Is Lucille? Lucille's got to be something, right? Probably. Have we looked? We haven't. We have all these questions. Hear, hear me out. I've lived my... No. Okay. Anyways, you will. Um, I've lived my Life later... A quarter mile at a time. Usually. Um, I mean, ever since 99. Um, 2001? 2001. 2001. Ever since yeah. 2001, I have. Um, but ever since the later portion of my life, uh, if I have a question, I get an answer. Like, whenever I want that answer, I get it. I feel like we've been asking a lot of these questions that we just don't bother to look up. Uh, I like the podcast because uh, I don't care enough. It's more of sure. a uh, a thought-provoking... Well, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, what do you think about this? Well, I don't even... like. I think it does happen more often on the podcast, but like even when we're just hanging out at a brewery, I feel like we ponder things and then we're like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I've noticed the shift in myself where I cared so much, so desperately, I need to know the answer to these questions. I need to know. And then now I'm like, I like to know some things, but I don't care about everything. Some things are worth not knowing. Yeah. I will say, uh, maybe it's time to, see, this is why, like, the thought-provoking, instead of immediately going to answers is important, maybe it's time to revisit the old johnny utah episode and watch point break Ooh, we could do a a a point break lineup of beers that's what i was also thinking i'm like let's not just do johnny but and yes to, and we have to watch both point breaks oh actually i have to watch the original point break and you have to watch the second point break well i don't like this anymore that's what that's what we grew up on <laughs> okay <laughs> You're not wrong. It's just shade to throw at Nick since he watched the second point break first. Um, to be fair, I had just never seen point break. And when I watched that second one, it was on a plane. So And you're like, it's pretty good. It was awesome. I was, great. I was getting sweaty in my seat, man. It was intense shit. And you're like, this is not just a plane movie. This is a theater movie. Yeah, yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> then um, he watched the original point break and yeah, was like, was oh. Like, uh, now we're talking. This is a movie. All those cool moments. 
were really just stolen from the original film and, and, and were like less cool. But I can see how it would be impactful if you didn't know the original. Absolutely. Because they're dramatized like to the extreme. They're so yeah. hyperbolic. Like the, what was it, like 100 foot wave or some crazy shit that they're surfing. This like giant fucking wall that they're free climbing. And it's like, why? What is this for why? But. I think they watched the original Point Break and were like, we need to do this. We need to do this. Yeah. We have to fast and furious their Point Break. I think that is exactly what happened. Yeah. Can you imagine them coming out with another Point Break? What would they even do? I don't know, but I've always been surprised at how much Fast and Furious can level up the previous movie. So I bet they could do it. I'm sure they could, especially if they hire the fast guys to write it. Oh, man. What, uh, you know, it's unfortunate the path that Fast and Furious has gone down. We haven't really talked about it because Nick and I really enjoy the movies, but let's be honest. Since Paul Walker passed, rest in peace, uh, it's it's been a little bit of a oof. He's an he's an integral my character. Time, my last time watching the films, I like when he passed. I was like, "That's what that's that was the bump in the road." Yeah, and things got worse. Yep, because you could even say like there. I don't think people really started like memeing on Fast and Furious, even though like he was in a couple of the crazy scenes, like five the last and, couple of movies, five he and was six. In, yeah, insane. Or no, even oh, seven was seven the one when they were fucking, Abu Dhabi, yeah, yeah, driving the from roof to or not even roof to roof, but building to building, yeah. So God. like obviously crazy, yeah. But like it got like just bad. It was, yeah. It it got a little ridiculous. Um, and I mean he they he he died. They got through most of the filming. They said through seven, yeah, before he passed. Um, so I think he was. Writ- I could be totally pulling this out of my ass, but I want to say I heard that he was like written out of only like a couple scenes and then uh, they just fudged obviously with uh, his brothers and uh, VFX for the final scene. So yeah. that part I know for sure. But yeah, after that you got eight, which is just silly and uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which like I, I rewatched what the fuck Hobbs and Shaw and uh, it's like an expendables movie basically yeah and somehow worse like, <laughs> yeah like with shaw's mom it's just kind of like both fast eight and hobbs and shot are just like it's just they don't have it no they do not have it i'm waiting for uh, let me check right now i'm waiting for fast nine to go on sale again on voodoo uh because i'm not gonna buy it for twenty dollars no of course not uh, it did it was on sale for fifteen for a bit? I bet it's the problem that I have and why there's a lack of urgency is I it's it's got to be trash, right? Oh, well, for it to go on sale so quickly, are you kidding me? Well, not even just that. I I just I can't the imagine the trajectory of where they've been going and having like you know the rocks not in it, uh, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Jesus I Christ. like. I'm just thinking how, how. So, uh, UHD is 14.99 right now. Does it? Is it even in 4K? Yeah, UHD. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 
I, for some reason, my mind went to HDX. HDX, like, yeah. Yeah, they uh, both, or I should yeah, say all both, three. They should be the same. Yeah. yeah. So we're still up there. $15, not, I, I know, can't imagine. You know what's silly to me? Think about this. Um, they shoot this shit in like, what, probably 8K? Maybe. I don't know. At, at least, they probably at least shoot it in 4K. I don't know how it works. I'm assuming they shoot it in 4K. We'll say 4K they shoot it in. We'll just say that because yeah, they're not shooting in 1080. They're shooting in 4K, especially a movie like Fast. Um, I mean, they're probably shooting. The problem is like. It's complicated is the answer as far as because cause not only you shoot it, but then you could process it at a higher. You can process it at a higher one. And yeah, also like frame rate. <laughs> comes into it a lot right like if, you're, if you're doing high speed shots with slow motion like probably not i mean they probably they probably can are capable for most things shooting in 4k or 8k but like if you're talking like crazy slow-mo stuff you're slower and then a lot of but then even then a lot of it's cgi'd frames well, and like, yes that's a big so part many, of it there's just so much that goes into it well I'll, I'll, and i'll say too like i get that for most movies where it's like yeah they're probably shooting their slow-mo and like 720 or 1080 usually um but like for movies like the franchise like fast like i gotta imagine they have the budget to dish out for the cameras that can shoot like ultra slow-mo in in 4k i, would I mean think. ultra slow -mo, there's not money like even slow-mo guys will have to shoot in like 720 and stuff oh really get, like interesting crazy frame rates yeah interesting you just like we, you just can't yeah Tech, I mean, combination of technology and money. I think uh, Interstellar was the last one to film in like actual 35 millimeter film. Oh, wow. That's cool. I did like that movie uh, in general, and the cinematography was really cool too. Interstellar? Yeah. I I just bring it up because I think there's just a lot of like... But yet you can buy that in 4K. Well, 35 is just the format. Um, like it was shot on like real film. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about shooting analog and yet still being it like, like analog used to never be able to get to 4K quality. Used to never. Uh, oh, they shot it on 70 millimeter film for 4K. Okay. I guess that's kind of crazy. Is that a newer? Uh, like, I just don't know film. So I don't know either. Okay. I was just, I was wondering if you, I don't think like, it's no, I think interstellar was going to be like one of the, from what I remember at the time, like was going to like, they didn't want Christopher Nolan to shoot on film. They wanted, to shoot digital or whatever well then. yeah because it's like a way more expensive to shoot on film and, yeah and b it's like as far as making mistakes and editing goes it's so much easier to just do digital from the start and he was like no i'm christopher nolan bitch i respect that i don't know i could be wrong but like i feel like there was some thing about like some article that i read that was like hmm. very important about like how he wanted it filmed interesting that's pretty cool. I want to look into that now. There was some... I mean, Interstellar did have some amazing shots. Yeah. 
yeah, this, no, the cinematography in that was really, really good. Again, aside from being like a pretty cool movie too, like I would like to rewatch that movie. It's good. Yeah. Um, all this to say my point that they're shooting it at such a high rate, so they're having to actually put in work to downgrade this stuff to SD. Uh, mm, not really. Like, yes, but like, well, that, but like that's no. all I mean. That's all I mean is like more than zero. Like, yeah, there's an extra step in there is all sure. I'm saying. So the fact that it costs less. You have to anyways, because um, like if they're going to host it on streaming services, streaming is going to uh, adjust quality that's streamed based upon like Internet connection. Right. So like you have to. And and I think those platforms do it anyway, like when it's uploaded, they're processed in multi-format. So like when you upload to YouTube, right, it gets uploaded across. Got you. So smaller it's, scale. So like, yeah. I like that's, a, that's just, why I say like, yes, but no, because I don't, I don't think it's just like the program. It, it just, yeah. Creates the lower grade yeah. versions. That, yeah. It makes sense. I like, but to your point, I don't know why, uh, like to me, you should only be delivering HDX if UHD is not available. Like what? Like what am I paying for? Yeah. You know, because I'm paying for higher quality, but to all of anybody else, it's it's a file. You know, so like, what am I? Am I paying for the extra storage on your servers? Like, what the fuck? One of one of the worst things about Voodoo, and I. I think I didn't. I think I actually had a different experience recently, but I think mm. I, I was telling you about Alien where I could buy the bundle. Yeah. But it would just give me all the movies in HDX when the new movies were UHD. So to get the UHD, I'd have to buy the new ones separately. Then yeah. Like, like, why not? If I'm selected, like, give you me the should top say tier. highest quality and you just right. give me the highest quality across the board yes. or. Like standard or whatever. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there should just be different options of highest quality across the board, or if you just want all HDX of them HDX or, or SD. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That uh That was kind of pissing me off. That is stupid. But you'd had a different experience recently? You think it uh I they might have changed, changed that, yeah. That's good. It seems they made a, a few changes here and there recently. Some good, some bad. Sure. But it's definitely still the best. Don't, yeah, don't get us so. wrong. I Amazon's like. made some big improvements. Amazon's interface is so clunky. That's it, like a big thing I hate about it. I would say the one downside about Amazon is you. I mean, maybe there is a your movies, but I, I just don't buy Amazon movies enough. Uh, but I, I think also like the mix of like free and rent and buy, and you never know like. Like, they kind of do say it, but they don't really. And, like, so you'll click on something thinking, like, oh, I can just watch it on Amazon. And then it's, like, rent for two ninety nine. You're like, yeah. I did not want to do that. Yeah, no. It's, like, you have to have the forethought of, like, ah, does it have, like, the little extra Prime logo somewhere yeah. on it? And it's, like, ah, what? Like, That's, like, that is one great thing about Voodoo is, like, you always know what you're looking at. You have, like, the my, oh, yeah. you have the my shit screen. You have... Free to watch, you have... And the free to watch is like a big red banner across the movie yeah. poster. So it's like, you know. You have like... Yeah, the categories in Voodoo and their interface are just... It's 
superior. Yeah. Also a little clunky at times. Uh, I feel like just in general, it's a very boxy. If you're on mobile, it sucks ass though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Who do on mobile sucks? It really does. Uh, I, yeah, I I only use the browser on my phone. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, aside from the fact that, and this is absolutely fucking stupid, but aside from the fact that you can't purchase items through the app, you have to be on a browser, which... Does not make any sense. Nope. Still have yet to figure out why. I would like to give them a call one day and just be like, can I take 15 minutes of your time and just ask you questions? Yeah. Uh, maybe even offer some suggestions. Uh they one of the one of my old pain points that they did fix was that uh you used to when you signed in on your TV you'd actually have to input your email and password Oh they they did change that though I know that's what I'm saying my Thankfully. one of my old pain points cuz yeah. like everything else Hulu Amazon YouTube whatever application it'd be like yeah you can enter your email and password if you want or you can go to this website sign in your code and we'll log you in and some of them even go the extra mile be like here's a qr code yeah like, that's boom, too easy like just give me an easy option because i'm yeah. like i'm not trying to do my huge fucking email and God. password like on 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 my remote too <laughs> yeah that's the biggest thing like if i had an xbox controller i'd be like eh, annoying but okay i used to think the same thing about uh apple tv i was like i have an apple phone why can't I just use oh my, my phone God, as yeah. th- to control my Apple TV? Yeah, which it's kind of funny. Like that kind of is what you can just do now. I've no, I've not, I haven't used an Apple TV in like having a an Apple years. TV is kind of dumb right now. Yeah, when when you can just AirPlay to your TV. Yeah, and so it's, and it's like a lot easier to be using a mobile phone than a remote. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the value of Apple TV is anymore. No, no. Like ever since having a smart tv was a thing yeah like absolutely no i mean we uh i bought a fire stick recently for my dumb fucking projector yeah but like that's a good buy yep uh i would not currently buy a fucking fire stick or apple tv for a smart tv it has all the same fucking shit yeah and to that point i i would probably i don't know i would have to Weigh the odds between Fire Stick and Apple TV because Apple TVs are at least years ago when I had one. Yeah. Very sleek interface. Yeah. Always were like they were like quick too. That was the nice thing compared to some of the other stuff where like they would lag. That's that's a thing too. Uh, a lot of the smart TVs get kind of laggy here and yeah. there with shit. So yeah, that that's a good point. Like if you're in it even just for the interface, like uh, I got you, you can get the. And which is what I got is the 4K Fire Stick. It was on sale for like 30 bucks, something like that. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I, I mean, absolutely. And so I'm thinking like if you have a shitty smart TV or if like, you know, I mean, I have like a nice TV, like a nice Samsung smart TV. And even that, like they just get laggy. And uh, my parents, I can't remember what TV they have, but it's like a really nice TV. But I think it's netflix it just like won't work 60 percent of the time yeah like everything else is fine but like netflix 60 percent of the time on that tv doesn't fucking work i hate netflix it's it's pretty dumb the majority of the time 
Every now and then they'll have something. Uh, like, yeah. I do want to watch Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I started that. I have a few episodes in. But, like, uh, outside of that, I'm like, why would I get Netflix? Uh, I'm watching Seinfeld, if anybody cares about that. No. So. It sounds of, like it would be on Hulu as well. Uh, it should be. I don't know that it is. Hulu always has those fucking weird shows. It does. I'm going to look right now. Um. I grew up watching, like, my parents watched Seinfeld a lot, so I grew up watching that, and, uh... Yeah, but you just, like... Yeah. Enjoy garbage popcorn TV. Uh, yes, correct. I don't. They watch with live TV? Okay. Yeah, no, they do not on Hulu. Yeah, I remember it being, like, a thing when Netflix got it, so that must be why, because they're the only ones who have it right now. Aside from, like... I just don't watch any of those kind of shows, so... Yeah, like, Renee's, like, huge on Friends, and, like, I... I'll watch Friends. They have, like, some kind of funny parts. your Friends. I don't really love it. Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, Psych. Like, all those things are just garbage TV to me. Love it. No. Absolutely love it. No. Um, I... I like them all for different reasons, though. Okay, but they're like all like the same show. Yeah, no, I know that, but that's but what I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying is like I like them each for different reasons. Like I think, I think for me though, it's more like just that kind of show is very hard for me to like. I and I totally get it. Yeah, I mean it's like it's uh it's like The Office too. Like I understand why a lot of people don't like The Office. I think you're stupid and dumb and wrong, but I get it. Uh, I think the one val so like I've watched The Office through a couple times, mm-hmm. but I'm not like an Office fanatic by any means. Sure. Um, I probably would say that I, I'm not in the I hate The Office category, but I am in the like I don't need to watch it again category. But yeah. I will say one thing that The Office does really well that that like kept me entertained was they're really good at like making the viewer feel really cringy and that is why people dislike it uh compared to like the other shows where they're like supposed to make you like you have moments right where you feel like cringe like character does something weird or whatever but like generally they're like make you feel good yeah in the office you have a couple episodes that you're like i don't i feel gross yeah like this is horrible yeah you're like oh my god like you're thinking about yourself in your workplace and you're like, like michael scott's tots yeah oh god yeah that's <laughs> and that's that is honestly like an that's, episode that did it for a lot probably of people. one of my favorites oh i agree like it is so so horrible like <laughs> the thought of that is just like unnerving when uh ryan and pam Go to Michael and Jan's house for dinner. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or uh, uh, Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Yeah, go, yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh my gosh, yeah. So uh, good, dude. <laughs> His fucking. He's like, I did it. I got a plasma TV. <laughs> and then she breaks it. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, that. Oh, but but it's like it, it's moments like those where you're like. You're like, I have been in those situations, but they're like, 
they take it to the extreme. Yeah. You're like, everyone's been over to someone's house where you're like, oh, it's kind of an awkward night. Like, it's not going so well. But they're like, no, no, no. Let's let's take it from, like, relatable to just, like, outrageous. And that, I mean, that's kind of what makes it enjoyable, I guess. Honestly, I think so. I find it enjoyable. I do, too. Super hard. I do, too. Uh, I also, what I find funny is... um hearing Nick Offerman talk about his character on Parks and Rec, Ron Swanson and how he's, how he says he like, yeah, because people always assume because sure he does share a lot of similar qualities, you know, being a woodworker and a kind of sewer of whiskey um, that they're just the exact same person. And no, Nick is uh, like, he's quite liberal. Like I'm sure compared, especially like, I don't think he's like a crazy fucking left head, if you will. But like he's 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 like in Hollywood. He's a, yeah, he's a Hollywood Democrat. Or something. Exactly. Yeah. So, but compared to his character in the show, who's excessively libertarian, almost to like an anarchist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like sitting there watching him, like, oh yeah, Ron Swanson's awesome. I totally relate with this guy. And he's like, it's like people tell me that, and he's like, I'm just playing a character. Like this guy is little dramatic and i'm like no 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 your character is correct well the funny thing is that he that character is built off of someone they met in real life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they were visiting you know other like parks and rec departments yeah like of small towns and they came across this guy who was like i don't know why i work here this whole thing is ridiculous it's I pointless the, the government's a waste of time and money yeah, this is a waste of time and money like i don't know why I'm, i don't know why i have this job it's so great to think that someone out there exists like that yeah it's just fantastic it's like a mailman believing that usps has a monopoly on your mailbox but he's a mailman well i think part of it like it's really easy to like call that person a hypocrite and stuff um which I guess is kind of true, but I think kind that's of. less of the point. I think many of I think many people, um, like I've had to, I've had this thought too, where it's like, I think we all work a job that doesn't really make sense to us. It, absolutely, absolutely, right. Everyone, everyone does something throughout their day that that they think why is someone paying me to do this? This is such a weird thing. Yeah. Well, and, and like, I think everyone can get in a situation where you're, you're in a position where you had to accept X, Y, Z job. Well, like whatever that looks like for you, you, you were in a place where you're like, I got the offer and I've got to take it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like saying, even if you're like, even if you work a very like skilled job and stuff like, uh, like here's a good example. I mean, not of a skilled job, but here's a good example. You could just as easily be a bartender who's like, why do people go out and spend money and pay me $18 to make an old fashioned? Right. He's like, make your own fucking simple syrup. Yeah. Buy a decent bottle of whiskey and like get some bitters and you're fucking, you've made your old fashioned for under $5. I was going to say, or a not so decent whiskey and yeah. it's even cheaper than that. Yeah. You, you've made yourself an old fashioned super fucking cheap and yet you're paying me $18 for it. Yeah. Uh, I can't like, 
to me, I think that's a very like similar attitude to that guy. He's like, why the fuck? I mean, is it like obviously there's a much more philosophic reasoning behind it because people are forced to pay taxpayer money to well, the Parks and Rec Department. But like, I think it's the same premise. Yeah, of, like, and, and his character's dramatized too. And his character's dramatized. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, what you're describing, I think, is probably a, a very accurate description of what the actual person they came in contact with was like. Well, I I bet he was probably like, this is a waste of taxpayer money. <laughs> yeah, you're a little bit more involved when it comes to that. Uh, when it comes to bars, you just be like, I just don't have to go to bars. Yeah. But working for the government, you're like, I have to also still pay taxes. So <laughs> I am uh, a product of my own environment yeah it's tough because like for me i always think uh like a lot of people a lot of libertarians are like oh why would you work for this kind of company or why would you work for the government um but at the same time it's like i do things that i don't believe in all the time yeah right like again that like i was saying earlier like sometimes you kind of just have to do what you gotta do that and like uh there's a level of prioritization right that i care about and like do i care about uh serving myself or or taking the moral high ground on a certain job where you know 98% of the country disagree with me like like it like if i'm like taking a moral stand wh- what does that actually accomplish compared to am i going to be more effective at pursuing those stated moral goals by furthering myself in the best situation. And if that best situation, that best situation might be working in government and being a Nick Offerman and in, in being a like semi oppositional character to the force of government while yeah. also bettering myself and my family. Exactly. And I mean, I'll even put it in a more uh, relatable and simplistic view too. Please you know, do, because that was extremely complicated. <laughs> um, you have all these cunts complaining about Amazon and how they don't don't pay taxes. I'm air quoting if since you're not looking at your beer. Um, but then they use Amazon every single fucking day to buy all their shit. Yeah, and so it's like to them, it's like I completely disagree with everything this company stands for, allegedly. But yet, I need to better myself and my life, and I'm valuing my convenience more right now over these values, because it's just lower on their priority list. Sure. Yeah. But I think, like, to to further complicate it, towards my point as <laughs> sure. well, I think you can be, I think you can accomplish that, which you don't uh, like, you can accomplish furthering your own values, but I think you there's also value in liberty-minded people being in government Mm -hmm. simply because oh yeah you are like because the anarchist solution isn't the practical anarchist solution isn't ending the government tomorrow like i like ideally yes (laughs) 
But that's not going to happen. Well, and just saying I'm not going to be a part of the system and hope that it somehow ends tomorrow yeah. is not furthering anybody's life. It's not furthering anybody's liberty. But if you actually right. take part in the system and like the in in your best way, like everyone has to participate in their best way. Some people their best, you know, operating outside of the government, but your best might, way might be furthering yourself and your family and your your own personal liberty while introducing liberty ideas to people around you that are in government change it from the inside out right like not well not even change it from the inside out like i don't think any one person is going to have a substantial impact well no of course not right but i just mean i just mean when someone critiques that person and says how dare you work for the government you're a libertarian i think it's like okay but if, if i if didn't I, if i would if i didn't i wouldn't change anything anyway exactly yeah so you're yeah i yeah i see what you're saying Right, but, but what I can change is the circumstances of my life, and this might be the best path. Damn good health care for my family. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty important to some people, I hear. And if I can be, you know, Nick Offerman and schedule all of my meetings on April 30th, <laughs> or whatever date it was, like March 31st or something. Uh, I think it was March 30th. I think today is that today it is to today day the d- oh my gosh she's like i didn't think it existed <laughs> yeah i didn't think it existed how many meetings do i have today ron swanson's meetings day of ron Sw- well that's not what the fuck i really butchered this and google <laughs> has no idea what i was trying to say even though i just forgot one space and fucked one letter <laughs> Oh, God. April 29th. April 29th. So I was close. So she's a fucking idiot, is all it is, actually. (laughs) She thought it was like February. Yeah. Good gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know what's even funnier? The original air date was April 29th. That's awesome. Every time someone calls and requests a meeting with you, I always schedule it for March 31st. Wait, what? Oh, is that just because it's today? Wait a minute, is that? Yeah, it's March 31st. Okay, it's March 31st. It just, it just, uh, yeah, it's got to be March 31st. That I mean, makes the most sense. That's what I was thinking. I was like, 29th is such a weird day. Yeah, I think it's it's today then. Yeah, so so sorry. So happy this Ron is... Swanson meeting day. Happy Ron Swanson meeting day. Yeah, sorry. I think this was, uh, this was just talking about when the it air aired, day. which was April 29th, which is stupid. Yeah, March 31st. In- Every time someone calls and requests a meeting with you, I always schedule it for March 31st. Why? Because I didn't think March 31st existed. Today is March 31st. Then <laughs> how many meetings do I have today? 94. 93. 93. 93. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I'm watching that episode today. Absolutely watching that episode today. Can you imagine having 94 meetings? Uh, I can't imagine having 10 meetings. Nonetheless, 90 fucking whatever it is. So uh, April 29th is a Thursday in 2010. And uh, oh, it was one day off, man. They could have aired it on April 1st. That would have been like, Kind of the same. 
So I had five meetings today. That's not too bad. Certainly not 90. I think I I think on Monday I had eight meetings. Yikes. That's your whole day. Yeah, I had eight meetings. It's your whole fucking day. No, I had nine meetings. That's overtime. You know? <laughs> I survived. Yeah. Barely. Even if every single one of those meetings was exactly 30 minutes long, which they obviously weren't. No, they were not. Yeah. That's still over half your day if you include lunch. And breaks. You know, some things just aren't worth thinking about. Yeah, that's true. But if we do think about it, let's query this. How many of those meetings were productive? Query me this, query me that. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't even attend all of them, so. There you go. Some of them were productive. More productive since I was in there. <laughs> Just because you make people step One, backwards doesn't mean that's not productive. Not productive. Two, not productive. Three, I didn't actually attend. I, I mm. There's two meetings I didn't attend. That one was productive. That one wasn't. That one wasn't. So one, out of, one, one out of nine is what we're looking at here. That's what I'm hearing. Yikes. I mean, okay, before we talk about this beer, can I just say this thing that should outrage everybody on earth? You cannot stop your echo devices from playing shit on the iHeartRadio app. I don't you, know what that means. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if you tell that bitch to play something obscure, she gets all confused, and she's like, you got it, and starts playing it on iHeartRadio. And you go, wait a minute, I never installed iHeartRadio. And you go back and check, and you're like, why is this sitting here? And you disable it. I thought you meant, like, once you're playing something, you can't stop it. But you're saying, like, she, if you ask them you, to play it, right, it's you, always on iHeartRadio? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I... My blood, I... My blood is evaporating. It is not only just boiling, but evaporating. The constant state of evaporation. Just thinking about the fact that this fucking cunt just pulls that app out of her ass and starts playing shit on it. When I have my preferred music app, Apple Music, uh, I've disabled iHeartRadio, and yet she continues to use it. I just, I don't understand. Do you think there's anybody out there that has like an iHeartRadio subscription still? They're like hanging on. Yeah. And you know why, how I know that? Yes. Because someone who's also fucking weird, Andrea, still uses Pandora. I didn't think. Well, Elizabeth did for a long time. So yeah. 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 Like, what are you doing, yeah. man? There's no reason. No, there's no reason. There's absolutely no reason. Even, <laughs> even if you don't want to pay, you're still going to use Spotify because you can shuffle specific shit then. Yeah. 
Like, sure, you can't pick the exact song you want if you don't pay for Spotify. Also, like... Spotify and Apple Music are not very expensive. No, they're not. Like, if you can't afford... What is it? If you're just, like, on your lonesome $10 a month? Yeah. And then you got family plans. Like, so you no could, less than that. Yeah, you could split it between, like, 2 to $5 a month. Yeah. Like, I think Spotify has... A lot more different plans than Apple Music does. Probably. And uh, I think one of them, it evens out to less than $5 a month. It's insane. Yeah. yeah so. Back when I was a kid, <laughs> you'd pay $10 for an album. <laughs> True, though. Technically, still do. Yeah. But All yeah. right. Whoa, child. What is it good for? What's it look like, Nicholas? Yeah, I was gonna say who's typing here. Uh, it's a hazy boy. It's a hazy hazy boy. Surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly because it's quite bitter and hoppy, um, but also tropically. So, anyways, back to the, the look. Very hazy, orangey, yeller. Uh, good amount of head. Uh, six around too, which is nice. Like like some good head and. Uh, does she got so floaties? I cannot. Is that just? I think that'd be hard to see. In, with yeah, the here. there's definitely floaties. There absolutely are floaties. One million percento. Check out this bad boy. Oh, I see it. Okay. Uh, some people are weird about that, you know. I'm uh, saying mini floaties, though. They're not. Uh, yeah, no, they're not. They're not big, thick boys. And they're not like a. True unfiltered. I mean, but, it's a hazy, so it is unfiltered. But, yeah, but I mean, I mean, that's what makes the the fucking haze. Yeah, it's so. quite unfiltered. So, but yeah, uh, smell. It's got a very potent smell. Very fruity. I don't know what I'm not gonna say fruity. I was just about to say I don't know what fruit I'd attribute it to. When I say when when someone says fruity, do you just think like berries? No. Okay. Yeah, me neither. I think uh, what's the what's the Jello marshmallow salad fruit salad? Is that a fruit salad? Jello. I don't know what's in a fruit salad. Are you talking about like Jello and marshmallow? And like a marsh, like there's like a marshmallow salad. Is that what a marshmallow salad I is? Think. That's, that's what I think of. They have ambrosia. Like that's a thing too. Yeah, I'm thinking marshmallow salad. Yeah, that's Which what I'm is thinking. Delicious. Of. <laughs> what? Yeah, I could just eat marshmallows, bro. So I I love that shit. What? It's like marshmallows and apples. What is not to like? And like. Jello and like there's no jello. What I are you talking about? Jello. There's no jello. Yeah, I think there is. No, if there was jello, I wouldn't like it so much. It'd be weird. Dude, there's gelatin in no, there. I'm is looking not. at marshmallow salad and there's gelatin. Let me look up marshmallow fucking salad. Marshmallow salad. It's no jello, bro. It's just fucking marshmallow and like the fucking whipped marshmallow shit. There's jello. There is no jello. There's strawberries and cherries and shit. All oh, by the way, should be on top. 
Fuck mixing all that shit in. Where are you looking that you see jello? Are you looking at this? There is no jello in there. It's all fruit and different colored marshmallows. What's that called? Ambrosia salad. Yeah, that's ambrosia salad, thing. Not, not marshmallow salad. Oh my god. Easy marshmallow fruit salad. Fruit and marshies, dog. This one has uh, sour cream instead of gelatin. Okay, no, that's you're looking into weird shit. No, this is the second. I typed in marshmallow salad, and that's the second one. Ambrosia. Not ambrosia. That's a different. I'm looking at something else. There's jello ambrosia salad. I think it is just ambrosia. You're talking about something else. No, look, well, look up marshmallow salad and and then I type in did. and then type in Jello. Jello, marshmallow salad, Jello. That looks weird, like a weird mixture. I don't want that. That's I've never even heard or seen this in my life. Like this weird shit, like that. Well, not just that, but is weird. I'm with you. Here's your ambrosia salad picture, and it has sour cream in it. I have never had one with sour cream in it. This picture has sour cream. I'm letting you know I've never had it with sour Uh, cream. No, apparently you have. Apparently you don't know it's all in ambrosia salad. No, 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 no. Regardless, uh, that's what I think of uh, this whole thing, Whether whether it's ambrosia salad or gelatin one, the whole thing, that's what I think of when someone says fruity. Well, I I certainly don't. Where is... This is all similar, but not quite what I'm thinking of. You mean same-same? But different. It's like... It's like more like this, and and then there's like mandarins on top, and I just like... Scoop all that shit off the top. I'm like, get this out of here. (laughs) You just go eat some marshmallows. And apples. And I would like some bits of caramel in there, too, please. That would be delicious. You could probably make a caramel apple s'more. Oh, I am down. Oh, I am down. You like like a little Hershey bar, but of caramel? Yeah, like a, one of those chewy uh, caramel candies. Uh, that's a little too chewy. I don't want that chewy. Well, it'll melt. Well... Not really. Put it in the fire for a couple seconds. Yeah. It's it a little drippy and then I'd rather just bite into it like a Hershey's bar though. Well, they're they probably make like Hershey's with caramels. I could just get the fucking sturdy shit and just pour some on. Yeah. That'd be fine. Do you go grams? That'd be good. Grams and apples, like Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably avoid the the chocolate actually now that i say ch- i said chocolate with caramels in it and then i was like you probably don't want the chocolate in there you go grams green apples caramel and marshmallow yeah that'd be pretty good i'm fucking with that this summer so that's nothing like this beer at all i said dank aromas until you could come it, up with no it's dank it, it's and, dank i was that was my second point is that no, it's like dank I, and I hoppy. said dank aromas until you could come up with a better adjective than fruity yeah i don't <laughs> Pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going pineapple smells. Dank pineapple. The best pineapple kind. Pineapple bong water. Pineapple express, if you would. Taste. 
Yeah, being he was, tropical. Yeah, I was gonna say hit me with some taste facts here. Tropical bitter boy. Yeah, absolutely. Hoppy. Yeah. Can't avoid that. No, wouldn't want to. Anything particular you want to call out? Um, are you feeling? Because I feel like it's one of the three, as per usual. Thinking floral, vegetal, or earthy. Um. That's what I was kind of going in for hoppy is it does have that dankness as well. Yeah, it's just kind of like mixed in there. Yeah. I feel that. I would say it's light on the dankness. Like it's definitely there. But it's not like... um, It's not like Leo de May. Or maybe medium is a better word. Medium is a better word. Yeah, medium is a much better word. Uh, I will say, uh, like, pineapple acidic, maybe is a good word. Like, Yeah, because it's not like an orangey or grapefruit. It's got, it's got like a sharpness to it. Like, it's got a bite. Yeah, it's not like just tropical sweet. It's like when you, it's like if you were to wake up and like, eat a good amount of pineapple before eating anything else in the morning, and then your stomach is feeling like a little gurgly because you just ate some acid (laughs) (laughs) didn't even have any water you just fucking pineappled it yeah yeah wow haven't even taken your morning shit yet yikes about to flow through you oof that is you ate some pineapple and then you drank an espresso (laughs) (laughs) you are about to have a time my friend (laughs) you are constipated not any longer (laughs) Let the rivers flow. Feel. Medium body for hazy. Yeah, agreed. It's not super heavy, not super thick or sweet. Or hazy. I think in general. Like maybe it's like a, like in general, like a medium to heavy. Well, if you were like, which is thicker and you had like a bar IPA and then this, you're like def- definitely this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in general, like a, like a heavy medium not a medium heavy a heavy medium but in general it's a medium good bubs as always That's, I was just about to say sparkly is the adjective I'll, yeah, I'll give it I like that that's nice um on to critiques and you say a bit too sweet hmm for me I don't Disagree. I think it's a fantastic beer, but I I agree with you. I think with everything going on here, you just dial that puppy down a little bit at a, uh, you know. And let's be honest, at a seven point eight percent, that's a big IPA. Yeah, we're we're you're touching on eight percent, which is double IPA territory. I mean, you could even make seven point eight argument as a double IPA to me, and I'd I'd be right there with you. She thick, she thick. Um. I think, I don't know, on one hand, it's in the Point Break series IPAs, so they have to differentiate themselves from Johnny Utah, uh, Bodhisattva, I don't know if Lucille is or not, could be even that, but like, they're all distinguishable beers. Like, you could, you could line up all four of them in front of me, and I could tell you which one is which. Yeah, even, 
blindfolded even hands though, behind my back like this one is most similar to Bodhi. yeah but like still incredibly different incredibly different. yeah um so it's like is it too sweet in the sense of like this wasn't what they were going for is kind of really what i'm getting at probably not i think they were wanting like double ipa hazy kind of attitude here it's my assumption right i don't know but like that's my assumption looking at johnny utah which is more of the pale ale it is a pale ale <laughs> uh Bodie, which is orangey ipa you got lucille which is more of the maltier ipa um it's so to me, it makes sense that they would add, add this to the family. Hear me out. Uh, lest you forget, they also had the Meowza. I don't think that... It's not in that same, like... The family. Yeah. I, I was really meaning the family, but yeah. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Because that one has become, I think, a, a regular for them. Uh, but, like, this is kind of like your halfway point between that, like, Bodhi and Meowza, you know? Sure. So... But I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I yeah. would like to see... Hmm. I'd like to see an amber in the family. Hmm. Hmm. Have you tried their Pilsner that they can? No. I've never tried that. I honestly feel like I'd be disappointed by it. And that's why I haven't tried it. Well, I, again, though, I just don't know what... I, I'm I'm talking specifically the, the... Yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The family. I get you. I get you. The Rogers Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah, they don't mention anything about Point Break on Rogers. What about Warchild? They do. That They made the, the surfing thing. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I don't know if they said anything else. Apparently, Bodhi says, back off, Warchild. Oh, does oh, he? Oh, to the... I remember oh. this guy. Uh, this guy. Oh, wait. This actually says something on their website about it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets out of a fight with Warchild. Yeah, hold on. This actually says something about it on their website. Uh... Oh, dude, this literally says, uh, did you write this down on here? Maybe. Yeah, you did. I didn't fucking read that part. Oh, I literally, Point Break series. I yeah, literally yeah, didn't yeah, even read that yeah. part. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, none of the other ones do, so. None of the other beers say that? No. It's just obvious. <laughs> no, I meant like. Yeah, when you call I your meant, beer. No, I meant Lucille, uh, oh, Rogers. Rogers, the Bob's. Uh, Johnny Utah Bro. does not, so maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. but like Bodazafa and Johnny Utah, it's like obvious. So, but the Rogers is like same kind of uh, marketing as far as the can goes. You know what I mean? Where it's got the stripe down it. You know what I mean? So that's why. 
I was curious about that one. What if you go Rogers point break? There's a Mick Rogers point break. Although this might be the show. That's not really helpful. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'm not seeing a Rogers. I'm not seeing a Lucille. Anyways, I was going to say Porter. Then I thought like a nice Amber would go well in this series. Uh, you didn't like their nine pound Porter, right? No, I did like it. You did like it. I, I did not like the Bob's brown ale. You didn't like the Bob's. But the nine pound porter was actually pretty good. Oh, wait. I saw something about Lucille and I saw something about Point Break. So I'm trying to quickly find the correlation. There is no correlation. Oh, I actually just discovered where Roger came from, too. Uh, okay, this is a... This is a hefty article that I'm just going to have to send you. And uh, you can read it on your own time. I won't. You might. Talks about Roger. Talks about Manny. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other critiques or thoughts on this beer, Nicholas? Or not? Um. I would like to drink this beer on a 75 degree day in San Diego. Not on the beach, but I'm I'm at a restaurant where you can see the beach. You got a Padres game? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, this with a dog in your other hand. That would be sick. Yo, we Renee and I already decided we need to do a group trip to San Diego. I don't. I know, but you just gotta. It's not gonna happen. Oh my god, I. I just dislike you sometimes. I get it. I do get it. I just dislike it. Don't give. I do say it. Go money ahead. to people that hate you. I know. I know. I know. I know. No. I know. I know. Uh, no. Harry's Razors. Have you heard of Harry's Razors? If you're about to go on a Daily Wire thing, yeah, that commercial was fucking Great. awesome. <laughs> but so anyone but, doesn't but know please, Har- please, Harry's yeah. Razors. Um, and it wasn't just a Daily Wire thing. Harry, well, right. Harry's Razors is a razor company that promotes on all sorts of podcasts, including Daily Wire 
and more importantly, the Thomas Woods show, uh, great Tom Woods, libertarian thinker, great podcaster of our time. Um, recently a high schooler, uh, on Twitter and declared himself as a high schooler with, uh, two followers on Twitter, uh, sent Harry's razor, a tweet and, uh, said, why are you guys supporting the daily wire because of hate? And Harry's razor responded by saying, yeah, good point. And removed, uh, the daily wires as, uh, as a, from their ad space. And then, um, I didn't know that part of that. Yeah. Two follower high schooler tweeted at them. That's what caused this. And, uh, daily wire responded by making their own razor company. And, uh, and, called Jeremy's Razors, and basically said what I say, which is stop giving money to people who hate you. I was like, true. Yeah, and uh, I don't use a razor. Yeah, well. (laughs) But I want to buy one to support them. You should look up their ad. It's a good ad. It is a fantastic ad. Uh, but it's also very true. Like it's. It, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 mixed in with the uh, with a lot of. Uh, I was watching craziness, um, but I was watching Tim Pool today. I was watching a Jack Posobiec, and I can't remember the other woman's name because I haven't heard of her before. But um, she was saying like one of the things that she really likes about it is that it between that and um you know, the films that they're doing, like they've released a movie or two. I yeah. haven't watched them or anything. Yeah. I don't really pay attention to the daily wire, honestly. No, but I heard about those too. Um, but the thing that she was saying is like, not only does it give like people in Hollywood space to have alternative ideas, but it also gives them yeah. opportunities to have a soft landing for them. Like, like, yes, they're, sh- they're helping shift the Overton window and what's, what's acceptable speech. And I mean, sometimes the Overton window shrinks because of them, to be <laughs> fair. Um, you're just cast as an outsider. Um, right. But the nice thing is when you are cast as an outsider, some of those things that they're doing with like film and, and now razor company and stuff, you can land at a company potentially that uh, like, so not only like, yes, you are shunned from like, it used to be that you were shunned from, Hollywood, but then you were like, had to go into like a different industry or something. Right. Now, like you can stay in the industry because there's an alternative career path for you, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I kind of like that for that reasoning. No, I absolutely agree with that. But yeah, stop giving money to people who hate you. I, I do. I do respect the hell out of them for just. Not giving a shit and then going a step further of like, no, 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 we are, we are going to now promote ideas, promote products that we do agree with. Well, to me, it's not just products that you do agree with. Like I, I'm very specific at people who hate you. Cause like Elizabeth and I talk about this, obviously we, we live in Washington. Most organizations that I go into, if not all of them, disagree with my politics like mm-hmm. even if even if they're right-leaning i i guarantee none of them are anarchist companies but really the point for me is like if they hate me why go like i'm not some boomer who's like ba- like boycott 
Chick-fil-A. Like, right. to me, that was one of the stupidest things that the left could do, which is basically yeah. what, you know, the other wire's doing is like, yeah. they're like, boycott Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, dude, Chick-fil-A doesn't hate you. No. Where have they ever discriminated in against gay people? No. The, the owner donates money to a church. To a church. The Salvation Army and uh, Christian sports organizations that like you can only join if you like have christian values which it's like it's like a christian huh. private school right it's like it, it, yeah well, kind of like and we had gay people at our christian private school it's not which technically yes you were not allowed to be gay uh a no one really cared and right. then and then b like it kind of makes sense it's a religious institution it's like it, it, no, it's it's Me. the exact same thing, but reverse, right? Like, why would you give money to, you know, a company or people that hate you? Like, why are you trying to be a part of this group that doesn't have the same values as you? Yeah, just like, don't go. Yeah, so like, if you don't support those ideas, like, just don't participate. And that's, and actually, like, I, like if you don't like Chick-fil-A or don't want to give Chick-fil-A money because they are right-leaning and, re and religious, like... Cool. That's your prerogative. It's the whole like Chick Fil A must be boycott because they it, hate gay people. It doesn't I'm like, have to that be a movement. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a whole movement. It doesn't have to be this whole thing. It's and to just, be right, I don't think Jeremy's Razor should be a movement. Like, no, no, yeah, agreed. Right, live your life. I I do like the uh, not that it is a movement, but I do like the movement of you know supporting companies that you agree with and like supporting people that you agree with and that you want to support. You know. Um, I, something ironically from a company that I don't agree with or support anymore, uh, Rooster Teeth, they, during one of the podcasts, Bernie, which is probably someone who I would probably agree with more out of anybody there. And, well, he's not there anymore. Exactly. A long time ago. <laughs> exactly. Um, he, he talked about how he, even he pays for YouTube red or premium, whatever the fuck they call it these days. And he's like. He's like, do I use it? No. He's like, but I got to a point where it kept asking me, it kept asking me, it kept asking me. And he's like, I watch YouTube and utilize it so much. And it's providing like such entertainment to me that like, I want to support it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of disagree. Like for me, I mean, we've had this discussion on YouTube a while ago. Like, well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying YouTube specifically that I should be, I'm just saying like that that's an example of things where like you should put money towards things that you do support. Like even if it does seem a little silly. No, I get it. I, I was just, for the YouTube specific one. Yeah. Like I've thought about the same thing. Um, like one of the things we've talked about was like, I would rat, like I would, I would definitely support YouTube if that meant they weren't owned by Google. <laughs> Well, and it meant that they didn't need as much ad revenue, so they would they would loosen up their monetization policies and stuff like that, and it and my money went to creators. However, I can almost state with certainty, like ninety nine point nine percent, if I and a bunch of people bought YouTube Premium, nothing would change. They would this monetization policy would stay the same, and you couldn't curse, you couldn't show guns on YouTube, like all all the crazy rules. The money will just go to Google. It'll just go to Google. Yeah. And like, yep. I, like if I, if I, like if there was a movement and like YouTube came forward and they agreed, I would do it. 
yeah. would put money towards it. Yeah. But like, even if I started a grassroots movement and got everyone to pay on good faith, like it's not going to happen. Right. Unless Google comes forward and says something like if, you know, 20 million people sign up for YouTube premium, then we don't, we won't have to like crack down. And even then I would be skeptical if that's like actual honesty or if that's just like a fucking marketing ploy. That's true too. That's very true. And I mean, that's the problem too with, uh, with Google owning YouTube, you know, you think back in like 2006, 2007, if I was 29 in 2006. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a Google thing though. Well, no, I'm not saying it is a Google thing, but I'm just saying uh, since we're specifically talking about YouTube, I'm relating it to specifically Google. Yeah, I'm just saying like I don't I don't think it has anything to do with Google ownership. I just think it has to do with uh, Internet ad space currently. Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, but I mean, that's how Google chooses to get their money yeah, from it, YouTube. But it's not. Yeah, but it's not just Google. It's like. No, Facebook I know everyone. I know everyone does the same like, thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, yeah. th- I'm just making the point that if YouTube is its own company outside of Google, I think they would be making the same decisions. Probably. Yeah. I mean, in this in this day and age. Yeah. But yeah, like two, 2006. I mean, that's what I say. If I'm 29 in 2006, and the company YouTube, because this is really before ads even existed, and they were like, "Hey, pay us this money so we don't have to have start rolling ads out." I'm just saying, even to like 2014, okay. 2015, YouTube was like fucking. That was the golden era. Like th- there was a decade, right? It wasn't. It w- like this whole phenomena about like it, fucking not being able to curse and yeah, it did not be able later. to talk about certain things. This is like relatively recent. This That's is true. five six years. Like That's, it's crazy. That is true. I really don't think about how. I mean, think about Ro- like Rooster Teeth is a good example. Think about yeah. when like Rooster Teeth was in its prime. It wasn't 2006 YouTube. Rooster no. Teeth Prime was 2013 YouTube or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, because they were like. In the middle, I mean, like, like Red vs. Blue had already taken off. And so, like, they were already bringing in money. You know, they'd already started all their divisions within their company, like Achievement Hunter and, and shit like that. So, yeah, I mean, they were they were moving and grooving at that time. And, yeah, like, I, I don't, I actually don't think at that time I even knew about the first membership. Um, I don't think I was that into them. I think I would catch their podcast every now and then. I think the development of their website was because of all the crazy monetization it was. rules and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was even before then. Well, I just mean the the cre- I guess the creation of their website with uh like like very like focused on video content. I guess I should say. Yeah. Well, so it used to just be like a space for like merch community. And yeah. Community and yeah. But then it like became like YouTube light. They like shadow banned them. Because yeah. they swore, and it's like, okay, then we don't need you. And then they ended up going back to YouTube. Yeah. Funnily enough. Well, their website sucks ass. It is pretty first bad. First of all, and then, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Anyways. Are you ready to write spear? No. I am. I am. I'm ready. 
Three, two, one. Four. Three point eight. Very close. You're a four. Which a four. what which word are you choosing? I'm in the great category. I'm still in that uh that still B. Where I am. Yeah. We're in the same we're in the same realm there. Um I think we agree as to why as well. Yeah, it's just too sweet. Yeah. And it's significant enough to like not quite throw it up in that A category. And yeah, it is fairly significant. Granted, yeah. like it's pretty unavoidable at almost eight percent. Like I, I, you know, that's I, a, that's something to consider. Um, but we're both still really high in the rating, so I don't think we're being unfair. You're high, nice. Yeah. Uh, you, no, we are. Yeah. I we, think once you get into the A, like what you're talking about, like top tier beers, like most of most of our beers are going to fall into B and C unless we like really like them or really dislike them. To be fair, we even made that statement that we're like, we really only want to drink beers that we like. Yeah. So that points to that as well. And, uh, and this is in the higher end. Um, yeah. I think... Well, I guess my point is like when you're getting into the A category, you're starting to get into that subjective like like if you're a high B, it's a like a good beer that everyone's going to enjoy. I think when you get into A, you kind of start to get into specifics of what the person likes. Um yeah. Because that's where the nuances change a lot of things. That's I think that's fair. Um and so if you really like hazies, this is probably a fucking delicious ass beer this yeah if you're really into hazies this might push into that a category for you yeah, might be put in even plus right like could be, could be yeah. up there yeah absolutely. It's, it's really good i it really is. enjoy this um, have bought it several times both of us yeah so i just for me i i, I think of the the A beers, the Bodies, the Johnnies, the Leota Mays of the world. I'm thinking, would I choose this over them? Not quite. I I, I wouldn't. I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a scenario where I would. Um, this is one of those where it's like you you go to a party. My, my, I love. We love the party analogies. You go to a party, and we it's do. like full of Coors Light and full of uh, Trulies and White Claws. Voodoo the, Rangers, even for the women. No, no, no. Coors Light. There's some voodoo. Coors Light. Jack came and brought some voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there yet. Oh, okay. The voodoo's on its way. Got you. Got you. Got you. Voodoo's on its way. Got you. Got you. Okay. Showing up late. <laughs> As per usual. There's some Coors Lights for the dudes and some White Claws and Trulies for the women. And you're you're walking over to the freezer. The freezer. The cooler. That'd be weird. Walking over to the cooler and you're and someone someone catches the glance that you made as you're you're opening the cooler and it's just Coors Light and you're like someone sees your eye and they're like, hey. You want a war child? And you're like, fuck yes. I would love a war child. And thank you. You I swiftly open one of those. I do not want a course light. Heaven sent war child. You're so fucking happy. That's what this beer is. If it's a fucking chest full of Johnny Utahs and Leota Mays and High Life's 
not gonna uh, be my first I'm choice. Probably not. I mean, maybe it will be my first choice, but I'm not. Ha- I'm not having more than one. And if I'm not yes. having it as the first one, I'm not having it. Uh, I disagree. I think I might get to a point where I get so drunk where I'm like, seven points sounds pretty good. <laughs> And so I just like in a drunken stupor grab one. See, I'm more of like the get lighter as it goes. I, I, I don't. I I like the way I'm feeling. And and drunk Nick's logic is like, oh, go heavier so you can keep this going. No, no, no. Because no, I'm I'm with you. Obviously, you can just get worse. I'm with you because I've been there. But at that yeah. point, I'll just go for whiskey. Ooh, yeah. I uh, that's not my first grab. Uh, I I'm, I'm just been, saying like if I want something heavier i'm like i'm i just go i go all the way i don't go like no yeah i'll bump it up a percent i don't i don't disagree with the choice i think like uh, i i still feel so ignorant to whiskey and so new to it even though like at the same time if i really think about it i'm like i've had quite a bit of whiskey in my endeavors probably more than like your average person most people you know most people i think yeah i think it's fair to say but i just still feel so ignorant to it and so like i out of out of whatever it is uh i still like don't i don't know i still hesitate in calling myself a whiskey drinker even though i love whiskey i think i don't know i mean maybe you shouldn't (laughs) because maybe you don't need to be a whiskey drinker yeah that's true but I, my biggest recommendation would be to, like, if you want to get into whiskey and, like, feel confident in drinking whiskey and, like, mm. liking it. Yeah. Uh, as a beer drinker. Sure. Um, Boilermakers. Yeah. No, you're get, not You're not get wrong. Get a Bud Light in a shot and sip on the shot. And, and I'll be honest. try whatever whiskey. I don't think of that until we're together and you order first. I'm like, oh. Of course, I was I was gonna be like some stupid idiot just order a Bud Light. Like, of course, I'm gonna also order a shot. That's a great idea. But yeah, I mean that's that's a fantastic, quick and easy way. I mean, you go out once, even if just once a week. You go out twice a week. And, you know, you're getting like two to four different types of whiskeys a week. Then, if you play it that way, like solid and easy way to definitely find out what you like and get some more knowledge well and like i'm i'm at the place where i know what i like so it's it's weird to me yeah i'm medium i'm medium yeah i know a lot of stuff that i do like but there's also stuff that i don't know if i wouldn't like it you know what i mean that's why i think you need to like just that's why i think boilermakers are a good option because if you don't like it you have a bud light sitting next to you yeah or whatever um and uh you just need to start ordering stuff that you've never had that's that's really what it is so i cling i cling to what i know and so i and i am a little proud of that where i can go to a bar i can go to any bar and i could get a whiskey that i know that i will like like pretty much yeah like from from like the super just cheap end to like the higher higher end like even just i know i could order something that i will like even just like bullet and buffalo trace exactly like every bar has those pretty much yeah like even if they don't have bullet rye which i prefer yeah they probably have normal bullet yeah and they probably have buffalo trace and it's like so you're pretty safe right there so yeah yeah no i 
I feel like I'm Unfortunately, in a when you go to a house party, you never know. Ooh, God, they got weird shit, yeah. Especially I, when they yeah. pull out, so, like, you're like, you, you got a shot of whiskey? And they're like, yeah, I got a shot of Fireball. I ain't whiskey, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> no. That is a hot tamale that you just decided to add alcohol to. And I think that I don't think it's classified even as a whiskey liqueur. I think it's just a liqueur. Are you kidding me? I think so. That A, I super agree with, and B, is hilarious. Yeah, I think it's just a liqueur. That's fantastic. It just has like an orange coloring. Yeah. Because the cinnamon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, like, although it's just objectively horrible. Like, I also just hate, like, Big Red Gum and Hot Tamales. Like, I hate that shit. I don't I mind hate it. Hot Tamales or Big Red Gum. I can see the difference why, why it's worse than that. But, like, I already hate you already the don't good like version yeah, of Spicy yeah, Cinnamon. Yeah, sure. And so it's like, sure. you're talking about shitty Spicy Cinnamon. I don't want any part of it. Yeah, yeah I get it. Ugh. All right. Wrap this up. No one's here this long. You guys aren't doing YouTube shit, so who cares? Whatever. Do it or don't. But what you should do is go watch Point Break. Agreed. Yeah. Peace. Later.